evening, everyone, and welcome, welcome, season number four, we're here. Um, first of all, we just gonna do a quick shout out. Y'all know, um, today's actually my birthday, and we are here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay, all right, so, yes, I have some of my dear friends with me, and they have celebrated with me today. We have been at this Airbnb. We had a private chef to come in. We ate pretty good. Mm -hmm. We've been laughing, catching up, Delicious. acting crazy, mm -hmm. and just celebrating this new year life for me. No, I'm not gonna tell y'all how old I am, okay? Y'all might try to look me up, not playing. All right, so, um, just now it's another beautiful year of life. Um, got how many y'all in this room four people with me mm -hmm. um and i'm gonna let each person go around introduce themselves and also um once we're done doing that i will reveal the topic for this evening that we are going to discuss bringing in this lovely season number mm -hmm. all right who are you contestant number one hey. i am <laughs> latrice my name is latrice hey lala Hey, um, what else do I say? Um, who are you? I'm a mom. Okay, mommy. Shout outs to the moms mm -hmm. out there. Woo -woo 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 -woo. I am a healthcare worker. Yes, ma'am. I am a veteran. Yes, ma'am. Um, hey, can I eat it with you for your golden corral? Yeah, every, okay. Every, every veteran. Right, say all of us go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> right, I was on the front line. Um, <laughs> what else? Right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm Latrice. That's all. I don't know what else to say for it. <laughs> all right. And next, contestant number two. Woo -woo. All right, world. My name is Shondell. Last name. Dale. All right, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I work in IT. Um, I am an entrepreneur as well. Um, I'm 30 something. Okay. Um. But I look like 20 something. Okay. 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 <laughs> Snaps to that. Um, yeah, so I'm just giving black excellence and black girl magic tonight on this podcast. And I'm so excited to be a part of it. Okay, all right. Because we all know that tonight is a national holiday. Um, you know. Okay. <laughs> Leo season, I'm trying to tell you it's okay. The older I get, I'll work on it and I'll make sure y'all have this day off so you don't have to go to work. <laughs> Next, contestant number three. My name is Ashley. Some people call me Cash. Um, I am a Geek Squad agent for Best Buy. Okay. Uh, so I'm a big, really big nerd. I like anime Same. and cartoons Same. and Harry Potter Same. and all the things. <laughs> So I'm a huge nerd, and that's my favorite thing about myself. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Okay, yeah. all right. Dolo! Hello, hello, hello. Dolo! Thank you for having me. My name is Carvion. I go by Carby. Underscore Dolo. <laughs> um, I work in banking. So, yeah, that's about it, girl. <laughs> that's about it. Okay, so as you can see tonight, y'all, we got some different personalities up here. And that was my whole point of doing this because y'all know I am strategic about every single thing I do. It's always a reason behind it, okay? Um, so for tonight's topic, first of all, uh, I would like to thank these lovely personalities for being here tonight. And we're gonna deliver this message um, 
as best as possible because I feel like it's, well, season four is more so in an accountability thing. You know, I'm all about transparency, the older I get, because you just never know who you're helping as you share stuff, right? Um, you never know who might be thinking, how you thinking? People just don't say nothing. So, for tonight's topic, who I'm calling this one, Her Toxic Traits. Her Toxic Traits. Because, you know, a lot of times we, we, we like to say, hey, you know, our male counterparts, like I said, y'all know this platform, we do not bash anybody. We don't bash men. We don't do that. We This is all about understanding and perspective, okay? So a lot of times we say, hey, this guy, he's toxic. However, though, <clears throat> as a woman, I'm gonna admit, we all, everybody, I had, I had to think real heavy on this, you know, running on a treadmill a couple times. Like, dang, that's very toxic of me. My God. Um, and as I've been going through this healing journey for like the last two years, I've caught up on a lot of things that was pretty unhealthy of Michelle. Um, so one of my toxic traits for sure is uh, one, self-sabotage. My overthinking. It's like, you know, you, you're creating a scenario in your head, you know, before it even happens, you know? It's like you're putting bad energy into something before it can be what it really is. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's bad for me. And projecting. Ooh, I'm projecting, you know? I'm using past experiences and saying, well, this happened this way, but just not embracing like things could actually go different for once, you know? Um, just kind of like, hey, I've been through, you know, you go through so many bad seasons back to back. So you just think that this is the end all be all. And for me, you know, um, in any situation, not just relationship, but also friendships, that can be extremely toxic because you're not giving something a chance to fully develop. Y'all get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Um, so I know I'm probably not the only one that's been there. That's one that I can name as we go on and talk. I will say more. But I know that's one for sure that I feel I is second that. very toxic of me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Anybody else want to add on to that? Um, <clears throat> my toxic trait, um, I would have to say is for one, overthinking. Mm -hmm. Two, being nonchalant. And um, also just not being patient sometimes yeah. because you want to be able to know the outcome sometimes and sometimes the outcome is not supposed to be revealed to you in the moment and you kind of have to let things unfold but sometimes when you just want to know like okay who's this person why are they in your life and why why are they you know you seeming like interesting yeah i don't yeah. like the gray area of things so sometimes i'll be like you know but my toxic trait mm -hmm. is also being nonchalant because I don't know the outcome, the first thing I'll be like is, okay, whatever. You know, I'm not gonna deal with this. I'm gonna just mind my own business. But sometimes it's not best to do that because you'll probably end up pushing away somebody who would really be good for you. And my, like, for me, not knowing in the gray area and, you know, me having daddy issues, which is, my daddy issues is more like, okay, I don't believe nothing you say. So, if somebody is trying to get to know me, 
in combination with me being nonchalant, I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. I ain't going to, you know, I'm not going to spend my time, you know, dealing with things. But um, as I get older, I'm learning how to unravel and undo a lot of those toxic traits because I know that I want to be able to grow and progress. So I can't really push that off on anybody else. It's my own personal growth that needs to happen in that area. trying to protect me by put, telling me about all the fears there are in the world um, but what that did was made me afraid of everything which makes me think of all the worst things that could happen before the, the best things yeah like for a long time I didn't even understand the concept of like but what if everything goes great <laughs> like I didn't understand mm -hmm. that concept um, all of it all of it was but what if I die but what if something bad happens to me what what if, if somebody breaks my heart it's like creating anxiety creating I have an anxious attachment yes. style and yeah. that's how I am in relationships friendships mm -hmm. I, need, I need a lot of affirmation that you don't hate me like I need a lot of it because I think in a worst case scenario I said something wrong to you I must have looked at I must have looked at them wrong today and that's what happened and now I'm in a bad mood and like none of that happened I'm, I be thinking for people um, just thinking of worst case scenarios. And I know it's toxic because it's not fair. So it's crazy because like you ever, so have y'all ever like been in a situation where you done thought about all this stuff, right? And then you go and you tell this person, they be like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Crazy right. Yeah, like, how do they work? Like, but then that's part of the self-sabotage also is that I'm looking for myself to be right. Right. All I got to no, say is, no, I shouldn't be wanting right. to be right. <laughs> all, all I got to say is I'm glad that Apple now has the unsent option. You got two minutes. Okay. <laughs> right. 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 Listen, what you just said. Right. Listen, Think about what you just said. Okay. Um, I can definitely speak exactly like what you said. <laughs> like, I think with my parents, they, when I was younger, they always tried to like protect me. 
So mm-hmm. it goes back to like, oh my God, like I'm scared of everything. Uh, sometimes I get like really nervous. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, I get there trying to like protect you from the world, but it's just kind of like once you like get out, like get older, start doing your own thing, like you have to experience the world for yourself, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I honestly, I was just like that as a child growing up, like mm-hmm. just scared to do stuff. And like my parents are very like protective over me. And I'm just like, how in the world I'm going to find out like what's going on in this mm-hmm. world if you guys don't let me live, Yeah, right. you know? So some of my friends, they'd be like, yeah. But what do you, you know, what do you keep saying sorry about? Or you seem nervous or, you know, tense and things like that. So I just kind of want to just be like, okay, since I, you know, well, 30 something, I said I wasn't going to say my age. I was about to say, 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 I was Afraid of the world anymore. Right. So. Listen, so it's kind of like well, I call that shelter. Cause oh, I was very sheltered. Right. Lord knows when I went off my first year in college, mm. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> the shelteredness came out because, first of all, my first night, y'all, I was like, it's 11 o'clock. <clears throat> I ain't got a call. I ain't got to check in with nobody. <laughs> Where we going? You know? <laughs> And then it was just like, you know, for a long time, just learning certain life skills that I feel like I should have known at 16, mm-hmm. certain things. It was just like, you know, I felt like, you know, like, um, why don't I know how to do this? You know, or you're depending on other people, which to me, that was also another toxic trait I had was codependency. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With people, yeah. Like I'm looking for y'all to do, you know, things for me or you know I'm expecting y'all to react the way I would mm-hmm. to me that's toxic or, because you're not checking other people's perspectives you're right. not wanting to hear other mm-hmm. people's truths you just think it's all about you exactly mm-hmm. mm-hmm. selfish you know right so that that definitely toxic trait I, I mean I don't have that now nah. I'll be, I'll be listening I'll be listening I'll be listening I'll be listening um but back then I wasn't like I would just shut out what people had to say you know um, so I think that was something else. What were you using right Oh yeah, I was saying um, just kind of the kickback on what you said earlier about mm-hmm. like the codependence. I think like with that, you're looking for people to like validate you and um, create happiness that you should be creating yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> oh girl, people don't, uh, people don't talk about how hard that is. So it's very hard. Oh yeah, it's very yeah. difficult to change yourself. Learning what that looks like is difficult to like because you have to also learn how self love looks for you. <laughs> so that brings me into um, something that I struggle with too, which is. Uh, Sometimes like I'm an empath, so it's like I'll listen to people, but then I'll take so much in to where I almost feel like anything you say that I resonate with, I take personal. Mm-hmm. And that would be like one of my toxic traits. Like I'll listen to certain things and I'll I automatically feel like you're talking about me sometimes. Right. But uh, it's only because it's resonating with me. And I didn't learn that until I started to learn how to love myself and learn, like you said, what that looks like for right. me because self-love is a whole journey in itself like that's 
because you don't even realize like it comes with so many honest conversations yes where if i was somebody else I don't know how I would take take this stuff. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. And acknowledging, and I have to look in the mirror and really tell myself, like, because I'm thinking it and I hear myself thinking it, but sometimes telling it to myself is like, okay, I felt that. Like I had to look you in your eyes right. and, yeah. and hear that yeah. from like a person. I guess you can say mm-hmm. outside of myself. But yeah, self love, honey. Yeah, that would teach well, you a yeah. lot about yourself. Well, not only yeah. that, it just it takes a lot of internal work. Like the hardest thing to do is to deal with yourself and actually peel back you know layers and i feel like in order to get to a place of true genuine self-love you gotta face the good the bad and the ugly Mm -hmm. so what a lot of people do is and i've even you know felt guilty of this like i say you try to you know like you say look for other people to validate you Mm -hmm. um you know looking for people to basically fill that void Mm -hmm. because it was an empty space for a long time it's like yo i'm not Mm -hmm. you know it took for old mentor one time he sat up straight he's like a granddad to me and he told me he said do you like yourself that is a that's a question and tore my little heart to pieces when he said that Mm -hmm. he's like do you like yourself because he just looked at a lot of patterns just things i was doing you just mad at the world or you're allowing people to treat you any old kind of way Mm -hmm. because for whatever reason you're just scared to one be by yourself most people that are not happy you're scared to be alone Mm -hmm. because having that company makes you feel like it makes you happy you know what i mean also i think that kind of goes with um the whole shelter thing like when we grow up we have our parents there and we have them there to protect us and stuff like that so when we're out in the world that space within you is gone because you can no longer depend on them so you have this place within you that's empty and you're looking for outward validation when you know that happiness is supposed to come within yourself so it you filling it with other toxic things thinking that okay this is gonna help me and it's not you really have to just sit in and learn to love yourself and like Carvey said like the learning to love yourself part is nasty mm-hmm. it is dark mm-hmm. it is ugly. it's ugly it's, it's like lonely. it's very lonely and you get into your mind where you're like okay what are these emotions that I'm feeling you have to go in there you have to organize everything that goes on your in your head as far as your emotions and then you have to bring it forward and bring it outward and start to do things that you know you would appreciate about yourself and learn yourself all over again so having these toxic traits is basically telling you like hey I did have this when I stepped out from under my parents, okay, let me try to fix that within myself. So I think it goes along the lines of like us basically being scared little girls like we was before. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, honestly, it's in a sense, it's it's a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, toxic traits to me, each one that we've named in a sense is a learned behavior mm-hmm. because when you know better, you do better. But if it's something you don't see, you're ignorant. Or something that you don't know. Mm-hmm. You just yeah, you're ignorant. Right. Yeah, you're ignorant. Yeah. You because I remember I listen. One time, my first therapist told me she said, "We're gonna take you back to a time where you were genuinely happy." I sat there and I thought, and I said, "I don't know when that was." <laughs> right. You, you think right. of childhood. Yeah. You think like. I haven't been happy since then. Right. And right. it didn't right. grow up around, you know, people that was really happy for real. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because you, know, exactly. you start to see it. Yes. As yes. you get older, yes. like, oh, yes. there. And 
Yeah. Yeah. Not only that, you grow, yeah. you grow to also think that people that you saw, adults, they never really dealt with their full issues. Mm-hmm. So they never dealt with themselves. How can I tell you exactly. how to do that? And I didn't do it myself, mm-hmm. you know? So that that was something with me that um, I definitely felt. Because like I said, well, she struck me on the head with that one. I'm like, girl, what you talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> happy. Right. What you mean, happy? And that's a lot to do with survival mode, too. Exactly. Yeah. So I just think that we have to rethink the word selfish. That's something I had to do personally. Because mm-hmm. I thought that selfish meant that only caring about myself and not caring about putting myself over others. Mm-hmm. But what it really meant was putting myself first so that I can take care of others. Mm-hmm. Like I can't do that if I don't set boundaries for myself. Right. Boundaries were the hardest thing in the world for me to, to set. And that's a toxic trait of mine because people do not know if you never tell them. Mm-hmm. If it's all yes. in your head, they don't know. They have no clue. You want it, you want it because you have convinced yourself in your mind that they have to know. I give them this energy all the time. I give them this sass. They gotta know that they are hurting me or whatever it may be. And but they don't because you have never actually said the words to them. And because you have never done that before, now you are stuck in a cycle of the same type of thing happening because you won't set a boundary. You won't say what was on your heart because you think there's some certain type of rules of Mm -hmm. like, oh, I can't say this to this certain person or a parent or a spouse or a friend. I can't say that to them. That's going to hurt their feelings. Mm -hmm. But that's not, that's not real connection. That's not real relationships. Mm -hmm. So I do think rethinking the word selfish and sometimes and self-love is sometimes doing, like y'all said, the gritty things of like this is toxic also like you think you're doing the good thing by not saying anything at all but really you're being the toxic one Mm -hmm. you're the toxic one because you won't say anything and you want people to try to understand you Mm -hmm. when you never say anything that is true it's kind of like making somebody be a mind reader yes it's hard i gotta do a crossword puzzle to figure out (laughs) what you're thinking right how about you just say something articulate your words Mm -hmm. okay sorry trigger Because I feel like when it comes to what other people think, sometimes you kind of got to get it in your head that like what you think about what I got going on or what I have to say or how I feel is really none of my business. Mm -hmm. Because I sometimes feel like even with doing that, like building my relationship, because I had to start building a relationship with myself, that's kind of what I call it. Like I had to build a relationship with that, what that looked like for me. And so in that, I realized that I would hold on to how people felt about how I felt. So if I told you like, hey, this makes me feel kind of way, um, when you do this, and if you got angry, I immediately took that in like, okay, well, I know I can't say that to anybody no more. But that again goes back to the boundaries and stuff like that. So I had to build a relationship with how I feel about what others think and what others feel. Because just because you feel that way, that doesn't mean that I have to change how I feel about whatever it is that I feel and disconnect from that too. So like that's a that was the whole a lesson in a whole lesson in itself right. too. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, because even in it's like when you think about what other people think, right? It's like that can honestly that can change somebody's whole mood for an entire day. 
That's and then right. you're walking around here just because somebody says something through your day off. Now you're putting that energy on everybody else. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's toxic. Like you're allowing outward energy to shape how my day is going to go. Mm-hmm. And then you so. put Shanette off on everybody else. And it's just a domino effect. Mm-hmm. She raising her hand. I have a quick question for everybody. Okay. What was everyone's relationship with forgiveness? Um, ooh, depends on. Forgiving this myself situation. or forgiving other people? Right, with whom? Forgiveness. Just forgiveness. Whatever, things, whatever comes to heart, whatever comes to mind. What, what does forgiveness look like? Where did it start? Where did it end up for you? What, what did that relationship you built within yourself when it came to forgiveness? What did that look well, like? forgiveness for me, um, it started with understanding. Like, I, I feel that I wasn't able to forgive anybody because, of course, I had my own selfish thoughts. Like, okay, this person did this to me and I could never accept it. Like, this was terrible, whatever. Even if it was, like, myself. Like, I put myself in a terrible situation and then I had to deal with that in the long run. I had to step back and be like, okay, this was the situation. I understand why this happened from every point of view. And in that moment, that's when I began to, like, understand what forgiveness was because something that happened in the past you got to let it go you got to be able to let it go so having that forgiveness for yourself in that moment and then forgiving everybody around you because of because of course everyone has their own perspective of things what they think may not have harmed you in that moment may have or may have not you know they don't you're not a mind reader so of course you have to forgive other people in that moment i feel that whole grudges my relationship with forgiveness was not it wasn't the greatest um because i allowed what people did it made me internalize stuff so if i'm internalizing it i haven't forgiven you because when you forgive somebody you're at peace with everything and you come to a sense to understand that it's not me it's them because how people treat you is a reflection of how they feel about themselves somebody inconsistent with you they inconsistent with themselves if you know they they moody with you they moody with themselves like that's that just comes to a thing of just understanding how the science of understanding people and their traumas you know and you learn to not take stuff personal so if i'm not taking it personal i don't internalize it and therefore if you offended me i can forgive you and just saying like okay you got something going on right now you're not saying it you're not vocalizing it i forgive you mm-hmm. because i understand that what you got going on right now this is just who you are in this moment does that mean this is who you really are i mean in a sense maybe because i feel like pain really exposes people mm-hmm. it does it has a real unique way of bringing out who somebody really is right what they're really feeling what they subconsciously were thinking when they were once happy mm-hmm. once they're in pain that brings out Every single day. Every you know, is projection. Everything. everything. Vulnerability at its finest. And people don't even know that. Like to me, when I feel like people are me, you're being vulnerable in a sense. Because you're showing that you're hurting. You just have a very harsh way of mm-hmm. saying it. You know, mm-hmm. harsh way of showing. Projection. 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 Right? Right. So to me, you're just like you're creating that toxicity and you're putting it on somebody else. And I know, listen, I dealt with that a lot. 
<laughs> it's either it's easier to deflect. I mean, at the end of the day, we all have a level of manipulation, especially as women. Sometimes we, it can just be easy. Like I can't lie and say I haven't pried myself out of a situation before. Right. I. I can't deny that. That's toxic. It is. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like dealing with this right now. Right. So I'm going to cry. I'm, I'm, I'm going to cry. I'm going to bust and a tear or two. Right. My period on. I don't feel like dealing with this. Right. <laughs> Listen, how toxic are you? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Emotions <laughs> under control. Oh, God. <laughs> um, uh, I know for me, I've been on both ends, forgiving people mm-hmm. and trying to get people to forgive me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know we're we're not perfect you know so we're in. so would you say that right so do y'all think that a people pleaser that's a toxic trait definitely because that's yeah, a form of definitely that's a form of lack of self-love mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It, it is, is. A toxic trait. yeah for sure and, and it's sad because you really do think you're being a good person right mm-hmm. like you think you're doing the right thing mm-hmm. and it sucks that you're not you're really, yeah, really, girls. really not. Yeah. But it's kind of like I was at a point where I switched. I went from being a people pleaser to being nonchalant. Mm-hmm. It was no happy medium for me. Okay. Yeah, so I went from being a people pleaser, like trying to get people to see me or trying to get people to see that I was a great person to being like, okay, I'm going to step all the way back. And I crossed over the happy medium to being like, I don't care what you think of me. <laughs> like, and I got real gutted at the moment. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't care what you think of me. This is what I'm, I got real mean. I got real got mean, and I had to undo that. So I kind of feel like I'm in a heavy medium right now. But I'm trying to like, be softer. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But sometimes you have to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, after your parents give that, pass on that that responsibility, you have to do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And to protect yourself, sometimes you got to be mean. Right. And that's just, that's a trait of, a lot of women I know mm-hmm. and leadership and things like that. Sometimes it may come off as like, oh, I'm being, I just have to be this way. I have to just be straight up with you because that's the only way for me to be able to not be too emotional. Right. Not me too invested in right. things like that. So I have to be straight cut. It's, cut and it's dry. one or the other. It's like right. emotional so, or straight to the point. Question mark. Y'all don't think that's a little toxic? It is very toxic. Very toxic. It is. Very much saying so. that is a toxic trait. It is. <laughs> That was my toxic trait was me being nonchalant. And that's what I, exactly what I meant when I said I was very nonchalant. A lot of people, sometimes when they look towards you, they look mm-hmm. towards like uh, emotional feedback. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't give it because oh, at yes. some point um, I was so, very emotional yeah. and people pleasing and stuff like that. So I had to cut it. I had to cut it off. So that's what we call like an emotional shutdown. Yes. Because it's like, in a sense, you know, as I said, it's like you create this false sense about yourself. Um, you know, and I, and I feel like that's something that's pretty, that's toxic. Um, you know, like acting like you don't care. Mm. When deep down, women, first of all, we were created with estrogen. We're naturally, we're nurturers. We care, you know? So it's like you have to act or be this particular person, you know, for people to hear you, you know? I feel like this be you, you know, and as you are yourself and, you know, you can express yourself without being me because me, I, I went through a period where I was like that, you know, my gosh, it was terrible. When did you switch up? <laughs> like, no, because I, 
I look at certain certain aspects where to me my delivery of how I said stuff was not the greatest but it was because you know I internalized how people said things to me mm-hmm. so I'm like they said it to me so this person can can catch this fade too so I'm about to blurt <laughs> it out right. you know but that's toxic mm-hmm. because what did that person do to me what did I do to that person that said stuff to me so it's like you're doing stuff, you're hurting people. Mm-hmm. That's toxic. And it's all just hurt people, it's hurt people. Hurt people, people, hurt people, and that's toxic. You know, it's like you're miserable. So thank God for deliverance. My Jesus. Yeah, and accountability too. Shout out to you with that. Because going back to our season four topic, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, accountability has a lot to do with forgiveness too. Like sometimes you have to look at a situation, especially if it was like a situation where everybody we all seen what happened yeah and now you have to make a decision like you have to either hold a grudge have a conversation or internalize mm-hmm. and sometimes when you review the whole situation of course we have our mental replay yeah. when you review the whole situation what i normally try to do is try to take accountability for where i can take accountability for mm-hmm. and then decide to forgive the rest or let go of the rest or let the rest be or try to be understanding like you said free. Mm-hmm. like try to be understanding and understand what people coming from when it comes to that too like that got to I feel like that got a lot to do with some uh, accountability as well yeah okay so I'll ask y'all this right since we're on this lovely lovely topic we know that these things can can affect friendships and relationships okay it can affect, affect all things so number one would you befriend yourself? Oh my gosh, I would be my best friend. Yeah, oh I my would. god, I definitely would. <laughs> but it took out no two years ago. No, that's what I said. Yeah, the past. Would you befriend yourself? Oh, no, no. no. She was like mean. <laughs> she was a mean, mean person. Yeah, <laughs> me? My, my old self was damn real. Me too. I feel like I was annoying emotionally, emotionally annoying because I was emotionally neglected. So I felt that everybody needed to be there where I needed them to be there. Yep, that was mm-hmm. me. And I feel like that was very annoying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just being honest. I feel like everybody got annoyed with me. Mm-hmm. Probably sent out a couple of text messages. Oh, she getting on my nerves today. I can't do this. Right. Who gonna go sit with her today? Not mm-hmm. me. <laughs> I get I I five dollars. Yeah. I'll buy you a chicken sandwich. Right. Go sit with her today, please. Being, because she need to get together. Be She's a sitting friend. up in that room crying again. You know, being friends with 20, <laughs> 21, 22 year old Latrice, I would definitely be like, girl, who hurt you? <laughs> who hurt you? Like, you are just so mean. Like, why would you say that? Like, <laughs> I was like, if I was to be friends with my younger self, I would definitely be saying, like, why would you say that? Now, does that make sense? I like, would say I, so. I would literally just be like, girl, nobody is thinking I, about you. Can I, can I tell nobody you can I tell you something? is thinking about you. Right. <laughs> like, I would have, okay. listen, I would have pulled up on myself. Come outside. Come, <laughs> come outside because you got your nurse sending me this paragraph of my phone while I'm at work because mm-hmm. I don't want to come sit with you while you cry. Come outside. I'm sick of this. I'm telling y'all. That's just how I would have viewed my Straight old up. self. I'm serious. I'm Fight night. <laughs> I, knew me, I was so there, then there, then over there, then like you talked to me on Monday. I'm somewhere completely different mentally on Friday. Like it was, and it wasn't like I'm having a bad day and then having a good day. No, girl. 
It's like my good days look like 50 different type of good days. My bad days look like 50 different type of bad days. Okay, so now I'm going to ask this question. Would you date yourself? Absolutely. Back in the day? Back in the day. No. No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. No. I definitely would. Oh I was yeah. definitely would. I was the people pleaser. And if I could date myself, I would have had it. I would have had it the made. The world at my table. I would have just somebody just pouring into me. No. You probably would have been a pushover to yourself. Oh, not now. But yeah. then, 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 what does she want me to do? Yeah. I don't understand what's going on. What emotion? Was, My goodness, it's something every day that you want yeah. to do. I was on the opposite end of the spectrum. I don't know, maybe it's because of the way I was raised. I was raised in a really chaotic environment. So when I was younger, um, would I have dated myself? No, I was mean. Like I was mean, but I was quiet. So I felt like it was okay. No. I was mean, like I, I didn't take, a, I mean, I, I didn't take accountability for my actions. Everything was everybody else's fault. When stuff didn't go my way, instead of me crying, I would like, I would get frustrated and I would fuss at people. Like it was bad. He, listen, something could have been said to me 20 minutes ago. Why are you so quiet? I didn't forget what you said to me 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I would have got up and walked away from myself. Like, girl. And it's so crazy, like, how God operates because I feel like, you know, um, some women that I come across, it's like I see my younger self. Yeah. Mm. And I find myself get real agitated. And I'm like, you know what, Lord? You funny because you showing me how I was. Right. And I see why people's <laughs> patience level with me just wait. Thin. Mm. Like, I don't want to talk to her today. Oh my God, she's calling me again about this same problem I just told this girl five minutes ago. Mm -hmm. it was, that was the opposite side of it being a people pleaser. It has to be annoying as a person that you love somebody and you just watch them just downgrade themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, you just watch it and do it. You can't do nothing for them because they think they're in the right. Like, I'm doing right. the right thing. Right. And to watch somebody you love just get treated like so however. Crazy. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. you just be like, so you're not going to do nothing, step up for yourself. Because how can you protect somebody if they won't protect themselves? Right. They're not telling you, you know, what they deserve. You know, in they say, like, we don't get stuff, and this goes for anybody. We don't get stuff until we good and ready to. Mm -hmm. Like, I can listen. I can lead you to the water. Can't force you to drink it. You do it when you yes. are ready. When you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you'll change something. Right. Because you know? you'll notice your own cycle. Um, I think this was a very fruitful topic. Agreed. Um, yes, yes. I feel like a vulnerable space was created, um, you know, where women actually, you know, confronted some things about themselves that may not have been so cute. 
or lovely without bashing men without bashing men, men. but you know it's like because like i said it's easy to blame it someone is. else mm-hmm. but it takes a lot to actually say yo this is what was wrong with me so that probably added fuel to his toxic ways as well mm-hmm. and just create a whole combustion yep mm-hmm. my god i need to write a book um <laughs> not to mention not to mention you know the people that you attract in your life are just mirrors of yourself yes yeah, yeah, that that so, I second that. That's good. Even at the, them at their worst, you still gotta look at yourself and be like, "Ooh, <laughs> that's me." <laughs> like, what is it, Lord? Um, so, um, does anybody have anything that they want to say before I, you know, finish this square table? I'd like to say thank you for having thank us you. today. Thank Happy you. birthday! Also, go to therapy. <laughs> it's very great. Go therapy. Therapy's great. Yes. Yeah. We sometimes go self work. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, definitely. And we are all about self work because we want to create, um, you know, a better version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I do appreciate y'all joining in tonight. I appreciate y'all being here to celebrate with me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just to see who I am now. Ooh, try not to cry out. So just to see who I am now, I'm amazed at this girl. I wake up every day and be like, Miss Thang. Grateful. Miss Thang. Like, what do you say in that movie? You just want to jump back and just kiss yourself. Kiss yourself. <laughs> like, come here, girl. I'm like, come here, girl. So that's why I said, like, that's how I view me. And I, I've noticed that, you know, I'm a lot calmer with a lot of things. I'm still a work in progress. I'll tell y'all, I never, will never be perfect. But I love this woman I see. Mm-hmm. Yes. She fears or whatever. Yes. I just, you know, I, I, I remember I used to say I wish that I had been this girl. Sometimes I do say that, but nah, it's like we had to go through those mm-hmm. moments. Of course. Um, because now you're just teaching other people. Because um, I tell, you know, a lot of young women now, don't wait until you're 30-something to, you know, get to that point of this is what we're doing. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't get to that point where you just start to love yourself. Learn it earlier. I'm telling you something that I wish I had told my 20-something, 16-something, 13-something, 14-something-year-old self. So God has his reasons for stuff. Um, and my journey, I used to, ooh, I used to beat myself up about it, but now I embrace it because God always knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that. Like you know what he's doing. It mm-hmm. may not feel good when you're in it. When you get out of it, it just makes so much sense. Hindsight is definitely so, twenty twenty. My my word to y'all is is the biggest thing I feel in this room is just purpose. Purpose for all of y'all. Find it and walk in it, and you know, embrace it and understand that God don't make no mistakes. Some some days you may have things that you may not necessarily understand, but lean not to your own understanding. Yes. Let the church say Amen after that. Amen. amen. All right. So I appreciate y'all. This is a good birthday. Yes. 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 Yes, birthday, okay? Um, so thank y'all for being here. She, she's was speaking tonight. <laughs> y'all was listening, okay? And um, this is episode one. This is how we're bringing that season forward. Grateful, blessed, transparent, and also accountable. Mm-hmm. 
because mm-hmm. it's time to be. Yes, 2023. Let's do it. Um, so, um, create better versions of yourselves. Drink your water. Be happy. Be blessed. Be great. And at the count of three, we all gonna say peace out. We gonna close this thing out. So one, two, three. Peace, peace out. out. <laughs>